0: First, it's time for another Shapiroet with Bruce through the world of US politics. And I've never pointed this out in the past, but it will come as a shock to you to learn that uh, Bruce is contributing editor with the nation and exec director of the Dart Centre for Journalism and Trauma at Columbia University. You should have told me that years ago, Bruce. Now, let's start with Joe Biden's trip to Vietnam. I understand there's been... Quite an historic upgrade in diplomatic relations.
1: Well, we'll see how substantial it turns out to be, but in the long run. But certainly, um, while senators and national political figures uh, have visited Vietnam before uh, in the last couple of decades, beginning um, with Senator John McCain and Senator John Kerry, uh, two ideological opposites, Um, who both were Vietnam War veterans who visited years ago. Um, You know, we've had diplomatic relationships with Vietnam for a long time. But in the midst of this um, increasingly complex adversarial relationship with China, having um, a U.S. president, any U.S. president, show up um, in Vietnam, pitch stronger U.S relations um, does feel a little bit historic and it's especially <laughs> interesting uh coming from biden coming from a man who unlike his generational peers in the senate and in american politics um, was one of the one of the very few americans who as as a young man someone beginning his his education and his uh, public life um, in the early 1970s managed to avoid taking a public stand on the vietnam war so he's he's coming from an interesting
0: place one wonders how the vietnamese feel about uh, his appearance i mean that we call it the vietnam vietnam war but they call it the american war there's a lot of horrible past
1: well there certainly is and um you know biden you know i was joking about biden but biden as he really did manage to um Stay out of the generational debate about American war crimes in Vietnam. He says – he's always said publicly that he was against the war um, but tended to talk about that opposition in practical in practice. Practical terms, it was a quagmire. It was a bad idea. It was a wrong set of choices. He was never a protester. He had student deferments. He was never a public advocate for the war, like many Republicans, like Ronald Reagan, you know, during during the Cold War. And that um, modest, shall we say, that very limited stance um gives biden a different kind of position to be talking to the vietnamese government and actually the vietnamese people right now i mean vietnam of course has a does have a strong relationship with china and even as biden was headed over there there was interesting reporting about all the deals vietnam is making with china even as they're trying to perhaps pivot a bit to the united states um but the Chinese making.
0: reaction has thus far been quite muted, Bruce.
1: Yes, it has, and I well, I think that's in part because China probably um, has pretty strong relationships with Vietnam that are unlikely to be profoundly altered by this, and they're counted on that. Um, I also think that with um, you know with Kim Jong Un Kim going to Uh, Moscow and Ukraine going on and all this. In some ways, um, China sees an opportunity here, as Biden does, to dial down public rhetoric while continuing to navigate the, the kind of economic adversarial politics that mark this trip. I mean, look, the other thing is that Biden is in the middle of debates in his his own uh, country and in his own party about issues like Ukraine, where America is committing lots and lots and lots of money, though not lots and lots of troops, (laughs) lots and lots of money. Um, This is uh, the lingering legacy of Afghanistan, which uh, the kind of pragmatic side of Biden did see as as a legacy of Vietnam, a long-term quagmire um, that he's keen to avoid. All of these things, I think, make the calculus on three sides of this trip, the Vietnamese side, the American side, and the Chinese side, pretty complicated. Um, it's, a, it, it's a subtle, in some ways it is a nuanced bit of diplomacy um, for all the players here.
0: I wanted to go from Vietnam to Iran, but before we do nine eleven was it remembered widely
1: well it certainly um, it was memorialized as it always is on this twenty um, second anniversary um, with you know in New York with with, us, with family members and surviving rescue workers and um, all that um, and <clears throat> Also, new attention to uh, demands that that Saudi Arabia um, release further information about um, its government's government government officials' possible involvement with Al Qaeda members, all that sort of thing. Um, you know, I think it was remembered in that way. I think it's while we remember that, let's also remember the other nine eleven that had its fiftieth uh, anniversary. Yeah. You know the 60th anniversary, rather the 50th anniversary, the uh, the overthrow of Salvador Allende, um, which, of course. The United States, not Saudi Arabia, was knee deep in, as uh, with lots and lots of involvement by. by
0: and so Kissinger, it turns Minnesota out it was Virginia. Australia, as recently released documents show. And okay, Iran, the U.S. has managed to uh, broker a deal to get five detained Americans released. What is the deal?
1: Well, we're still learning about it, but the main uh hinge point of this deal is releasing uh six billion dollars in um, frozen sanctions frozen uh, assets right that uh, that have been tied up um, and been the European banks have been unable to transmit and all this sort of thing so on um, you know on the one hand the the public terms clearly are um simple are will release the us will release uh, these funds from sanctions it's a lot of money six billion dollars these five prisoners who have been um campaigned for for quite a long time will in turn be released in the background of this is something much bigger it's what's not in the text of the document which is the iran nuclear deal um, that of course president then president trump scuttled Joe Biden um, ran on restoring um, the deal over Iran's nuclear program. He hasn't been able to get too far with it, in large part because of opposition from Republicans in the Senate who uh, indeed have rushed in to, uh, um, and both both Senate and House Republicans, have rushed in to condemn um, this latest deal. But in the background, there's a hope that some Aspect, some version of the nuclear deal can be revived, and indeed, perhaps that there's some way to, as with Vietnam, some way to bring Iran a little bit outside of its strong, strong alliance um, with Russia, which has had a big impact on, on the war in Ukraine. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is now strongly backed by Iranian drones and other armaments. Um, so, you know, again, you see the Biden administration's grand strategy of trying to um, – first of all, of seeing adversarial relations with China and Russia, seeking to weaken um, some of the strong alliances that those two nations have depended on in a kind of bipolar way. So, I, again, I think it's what's not in the text of this deal. That is as is as important as what's in
0: it, Bruce. We've spoken uh, quite a lot about ageing politicians in uh, recent in recent weeks, <laughs> and uh, you know, including the incumbent president and uh, even Trump, I guess. But we've uh, we've seen Republican leader Mitch McConnell, who always reminds me of a Doberman, freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Freezing during press conferences, unable to respond to questions. Any clarity on his health situation? Has he been given, as I have, a new pacemaker?
1: Uh, well, um, he, his, he's had letters from the Senate physician and others saying this is probably just the aftermath of a concussion that he suffered while he fell and he can return to duty. But what we are seeing is the Republicans in the Senate, um, sort of like sharks slowly circling, um, McConnell is not to be underestimated. He, as a survivor, he survived childhood polio. Um, he has led Republicans in the Senate since 2007. Uh, he has navigated the Trump presidency and all that. He is not to be underestimated, but, um, it is true that his health seems pretty profoundly compromised. And of course, it is impairment, not age, that we're talking about here. Let's be very clear. Um, you know, it's also a consequential moment. Um, The House Republicans, the House of Representatives is coming back and the House Republicans, uh, especially in the Freedom Caucus, in the Trump and right of Trump corner, are keen for a budget showdown with the Biden administration. Lots and lots of spending cuts seem to be willing to push to a wall and do one of our famous government shutdowns when the spending bill uh, – spending – Current spending plan expires on October first. We've got you know, just a few weeks to avoid a government shutdown. And um, McConnell in the Senate has been at odds with those folks. He's got a much more pragmatic view. He has been, at least thus far, working with the majority leader Chuck Schumer, the Democrat, to get spending through. And remember, too, that while the Democrats are in a majority in the Senate, it's a it's a whisker thin. Majority fifty-one to forty-nine, um, with important elections next year that could lead McConnell or a successor to McConnell being the majority leader and having a lot of power again.
0: Does so does the is, Donald does the Donald want uh, Mitch out?
1: He would love Mitch out, even though the Donald, uh, even though McConnell, um, uh, supported Trump in the impeachment votes. Um, There is no love lost. Uh, McConnell blamed Trump publicly for the events of of January 6th, Um, and uh, Trump would love to see Mitch McConnell retire from the stage and be replaced by one of probably three senators, all conservative Republicans, who are lined up to replace him, one of whom uh, at least – well, two of whom really have managed to maintain better relationships with
0: Trump. Good on you, Bruce. Bruce Shapiro will be back in a fortnight. And as I revealed for the first time, he's uh, Executive Director of the Dart Centre for Journalism and Trauma at Columbia. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.